Hi everyone, welcome to Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It's Wista. Welcome back to the podcast where we talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about because you're not here to talk about it. And if we have a guest, we'll talk about whatever the fuck they want to talk about. So let's get straight to the point. We have a life update. Yeah, I don't know why I'm even doing life updates, but I feel like I just should because a lot of people are going through this whole job applying process or trying to embark in new careers. I'm going to say this. Last episode, yes, I did go on a rant and complain about so many, like the most littlest things when it comes to applying to jobs, whether it's repasting your freaking resume or just having to do assignments that does not guarantee that you are going to get the position. So here's a little life update. I interviewed with a company, like I think last month or like two months ago, got through, did the writing assignment, did all that and was getting closer to the last few stages and tell me how, and this is the the um, company where it took me like three hours to get the assignment done just because I was like, wait, um, this is so different to what I'm used to. So I get an email from the hiring manager and he's like, hey, Wista, hope you're doing good. You know, I have some updates for you. And instantly I was like, okay, y'all gonna reject me right here and there. Just, I know, I already know the updates. Just tell me you're going to say no to me. He's like, can I please call you? That's what I'm like, oh shit. Why does this man got to call my phone? <laughs> why are you going to call my phone and reject me? I get the phone call. This is the thing, hiring managers, and this is a PSA for y'all. Stop calling people. Do not call my phone if you are going to tell me that I am not going to the next stages of the freaking application process. Send me an email. You sent me an email telling me that you have some updates and that you need to speak to me. Bro, no, don't have no small talk for me and tell me that I didn't get the job. Don't be like, well, you know, my day's going good, this and that. You know, the office has been busy. I get it. You you employed, you doing what you gotta do. Good for you. And now you have to bring me the bad news. And then you're gonna ask me how my day's going. I'm letting you know my day's going good. I'm actually engaging in some escapism. Anybody who knows me knows my form of escapism is reality TV, watching people play Twitch or play The Sims 4 on freaking YouTube, or my last thing is watching tarot videos. And I know someone's gonna say, oh, tarot is the devil. No, tarot is energy. If you got bad energy, you're gonna have bad readings. If you have good energy, there'll be good readings. But back to what I was saying, you're gonna ask me how my day is going. I told you I'm living life, just doing what I have to do. Then you have to hit me with the, unfortunately, we will not be going on with their process, this and that. Here's the reason to why. Do you have any questions? No, I don't have fucking questions for you because guess what? I'm already checked out. I'm already checked out the minute you tell me that. Don't ask me if I have any questions and then you say you guys value my time. I fully understand that. Maybe that's their form of saying, hey, we understand that you took your time to make this assignment, do this and that. I would have preferred an email so I could just reply back to you and, hey, have a list of questions that you specifically asked me through the phone call. Because once you tell me, oh, unfortunately, this and that, like I said earlier, I'm checked out. And then a little bit of my passive aggressiveness might come out where I'm like, oh, well, thank you for the opportunity, this and that. And I'll be honest to you guys, necessarily, I didn't want that position anyways. I wanted to tell them no, but they told me no first. So it was also an ego struck too. So yes, my ego was hurt a little bit when it came to that situation, but I just did not like getting a phone call rejection because it changes the tone up for everything. You could be having a good day and then boom, you're hearing someone trying to sound empathetic to you. I can't do that. I'd rather get an email because at least with an email, I read it with the minute I see, unfortunately, 
in the beginning of the sentence, I already know, okay, I don't have to deal with this, on to the next one. I prefer getting my rejections through the email. I don't wanna hear your voice and I don't wanna hear you acting like you feel bad. And I get it, sometimes you, some companies do like the person, but they're like, hey, there's something else other than this person, There's maybe there's a better option. I'm just putting air quotes because there's always gonna be somebody out there for that position. Personally, for me, when it came to that company, I don't even think I was gonna fit into their culture. And I was just getting so much negative vibes from the people, so I didn't care about that. And I interviewed with another company last week and it was so much better, way much nicer, good ass energy. We'll see what happens with that. Hopefully I get it. If I don't, I don't, it is what it is. I'll take my L and keep it moving because every L that I took, I needed it. It's just getting me to the next closer to whatever I meant to be doing or wherever I meant to be. And it is little, it is a little sad because I was talking to my friend and she was like, yo, at least you got a response. Some of these companies be ghosting people. That's what's crazy is y'all are supposed to be professional and y'all are ghosting people who are actually trying to help your company and make money. That is crazy. Especially if I made like a whole presentation deck for you or did like a whole like standardized test just to even qualify for the position and you don't even take the time to get back to me. Funny thing is there are some jobs that I applied to back in 2018 and are just now getting back to me. I'm like, yo, I don't even remember applying for this position. Like what the heck? You would think the professionals would understand the value of people's time, but it's just that some companies are so like clueless when it comes to their approach of, okay, are we gonna do a phone rejection? Are we gonna do an email rejection? Or are we just gonna go ghost and hire internally? And I said that last episode, if you're gonna hire internal, just hire internal. And I'm gonna shut up about this freaking job application process because it is stressful, it is time consuming, but sometimes you do have to give yourself breaks. Like give yourself a week just to relax. And I know people are like, well, no, this, that I need to get this. I need to get it, I need to get it. But sometimes it's like, you gotta give your body the time to relax. And it's summertime too. Now that the life update is over, let's please discuss ghosting. I know I just brought up about how like go, um workplaces ghost people, but can we talk about friendships and how people get ghosted in friendships? And I, man, this is gonna be getting all personal again. I recently got ghosted in a friendship. I know I'm like tearing up just even talking about it, but I hear so many things about people getting ghosted in friendships. And I'm gonna be honest. Yes, I have ghosted a few friends. Maybe this is just karma for my ass, but it's just like getting ghosted in a friendship specifically if you know you didn't do anything wrong it just sucks and i understand that people go through things so you might not hear from that person but it's like i run on a routine if i'm so used to talking to you every day and then out of nowhere boom you're out of here and it just puts my whole routine out of whack because i'm like who am i gonna talk shit with now who am I gonna do this with? And it's fully understandable that some friendships are only momentarily, they're only for like a season. Maybe you're meant to be friends with that person for like two years or that person already did what they were meant to do for your life. Cause I do believe in like some friendships are meant to teach you lessons or some friendships are meant to awaken you spiritually, whatever it is. This friendship that I got ghosted in was actually like a spiritual awakening for me because honestly, if I didn't even enter that friendship, would I still be would I still be recording this shit? Would I still be doing this and that? So it just hurts a little. And I'm, I will say this, like I said earlier, I have ghosted some friends, but usually it is toxic friends I've ghosted because I'm not going to be friends with your ass. And literally, if you call me, I get a panic attack or an anxiety attack. 
and especially clingy friends. Do not try to be my friend and you are acting like I'm your nigga. I am not your man. Don't freaking get mad because I did not text you back within an hour and you're freaking out hyperventilating and like, oh my God, what's that? Where are you? You haven't texted me back. No, bitch. I am not your man. I ain't using no strap on your ass. Stop it. I am not your man. Leave me alone. Let me have my space. I can't do clingy friendships. I know plenty of people who can't do codependent friendships because like you gotta do, you gotta be able to do your own thing. You gotta be able to do whatever you want to do. I don't want to be like the leader in the friendship. I don't like that. I don't like those type of um, friendship dynamics. I want it to be equal. We do this. We do that. We do this. When I need my space, give me my space. But me getting ghosted, it did hurt my feelings. But then I had to realize to myself is she's probably going through something. She is probably um going through a situation that she might not be comfortable talking about with me or any of her other friends. So that's fully understandable. But the thing is, I just want to make sure you're alive, bitch. Bitch, if you listen to this, are you alive? Th- let me know that. Are you alive? Let me just discuss a toxic trait that I have whenever it comes to arguments and you're about to get cut off. And especially if you're texting me, because I'm not a texter. I don't like um arguing through text. But if you want to text me paragraphs, I'm going to let you text, you text me a paragraph. I'll hit you with an okay. I know that's toxic. But when I get my point down and you're still typing, I am going to block you. I'm going to block you from my phone. I'm going to block you from everything so you have no access to me. Because I notice that what some people do, and this I call this love bombing in friendships, whenever you're trying to get out, they always want to bring back up old times that you guys had oh my God, remember when we used to do this back in college? Or, oh my gosh, remember when we used to do this back two years ago? Or, oh my God, remember when we used to do this before the pandemic? No, you're trying to bring back those memories of when we had good times, air quotes, and reel me back in. I don't do that shit. Because I think we do talk about love bombing in relationships, but we never talk about that in friendships and how there are friends who will love bomb you because they see something in you and they want to reap those benefits. Or they realize that you have outgrown the relationship and they still want to hold on to it or they want to cling on. And that's the thing. People tend to forget that everyone is always evolving. Things are always changing. People are always going to change. There's no there's no such thing as can we go back to the old times? Because if everything is ending, regardless of what kind of relationship it is, if it's ending, the old times, there's probably some situation, the old times, that there needed to be some communication. And personally for me, if I get anxiety speaking to you or I just start like getting tense, that means I don't need you in my life because your energy is just not vibing with my energy and I don't have time for that. I'm not going to go crazy or change myself to appease to you and still act like it's back in the day. I don't do that shit. But to end this, if you got ghosted in a friendship or you ghosted somebody, you obviously had a reasoning to it, whether if they were toxic or you just needed your space. That's fully understandable, but still, y'all could if, if you needed your space... Just let it be known you need your space because people be freaking out and thinking, oh shit, you might be dead. So my friend, if you listen to this, are you alive? Are you alive? Just making sure you alive. Okay, now let's get on to the actual topics. Let's talk about the train wreck of the week. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everybody around the world, we are going to talk about the train wreck of the week. This week, Tila Tequila. I know you guys heard that name before, but let me tell you this. This washed up reality star playboy model is in the hot news right now because she says some controversial shit about black women and you know over here we don't play about that shit we don't before we do a deep dive about how she says some crazy ass shit about black women let me explain to you who tila tequila is if you don't know if you've been living under a rock during the early 2000s tila tequila 
It was a former Playboy model. Also, she was known as the queen of MySpace. I will personally say this. Anybody was known as the queen or king of MySpace or it's hella problematic. Jeffree Star was seen as the king of MySpace. Racist as fuck. I know I'm going to say allegedly just because, but there's evidence that it is not allegedly. It's factual. But back to Tila. You probably seen her on the MTV show, A Shot of Love with Tila Tequila, where she claims to be bisexual. In an interview, she did say that she did that and she quotes that it was gay for pay. Honestly, Tila is problematic to so many extent. I personally think that someone who's actually bisexual and very serious about it could have had the opportunity rather than her. But still, the show was trash anyways. Nobody really watched it because during that time, we had Flavor of Love and I Love New York. So networks were trying to go against that because let's be real, who was really watching Tila, Tila Tequila lie to these folks saying that she wants to be with them? She's just so problematic. She's made anti-Semitic comments. Those comments got her kicked out of um, the UK celebrity Big Brother, which is very popular out there. So this girl, she, I don't know, man, just something about her is cooked up, but now she is a born again Christian and saying that she has seen God, although nobody's really paying attention to her. Also, she ain't got no fucking money. So she's looking for any opportunity she can get to be on TMZ or any freaking media corporation like Hollywood Life or even Daily Mail. So she posted a video on her YouTube, I don't know if it's still up, where she talks about black women and she says that black women are cursed and that's why they're bald headed. And then she goes through the Bible and comes up with a scripture. Christian folks, I ain't gonna read it because I don't know which one it is. I didn't pay, I went to Catholic school. I didn't pay attention to religion class. I'm gonna be honest, I'm Catholic, but I'm not practicing, I'm more spiritual. But she read a scripture and said, this is why black women are cursed and this is why they're bald headed. I just, I, I just hate when people always like, why is y'all always wanna target black women? Black women are literally just trying to live their lives, live their luxurious lifestyles that they deserve and just do what they gotta do and rock the fucking world. Literally in the Bible, it says that Jesus had wool textured hair. Wool is very delicate. Wool is something you have to take care of. Commercialized Jesus had type one hair. I'm pretty sure Jesus has some type four hair. Tila Tequila's fucking washed up. Tila Tequila needs to stay out of black women's business. Tila Tequila, you look like one of the fucking characters from the fucking Goonies. You're washed up, nobody cares about you. I don't even know why I'm even talking about this. I'm fucking tired of people in black women's business or when they wanna freaking cost some uproar or get some attention, they feel the need to talk shit about black women. Talk shit about yourself. It is not our fault that you are washed up and nobody cares about you. This is not 2004, 2005, 2006. We are in 2021. We have more important things to worry about than your fucking ass. And I'm fucking tired of people being in black women's business and always talking shit about black women. But then when something happens, a freaking somebody needs protection, they y'all want to come to us immediately. We already have to deal with so much shit. And even when like the conversation about hair, we have to deal with that shit. And then we have to deal with freaking states or freaking companies not hiring us due to our fucking hair. And I'm fucking fed up with that shit. At the end of the day, Tila Tequila is washed up and she's just one of the many people that be in black women's business. Another person being black women's business all the damn time is James Charles, but I don't feel like talking about his ass because he's problematic as hell. But let's get on to the next topic. Oh my God, I just don't like talking about like, 
oh, so much low vibrational energy, but it needs to be talked about. Let's talk about racism in sports and specifically soccer. Well, soccer for the Americans, but football for anybody who lives outside of America. The Euro Cup 2020 happened like two days ago. It was a match between Italy and England. And let's be real, you already know out there, they take their soccer very seriously. And I think both of those two countries, it was like a very iconic game for them because it's been plenty of years that they haven't won a Euro. There was definitely a lot of pressure on these players. Also, when it comes to soccer, there's a chance there will not be a goal until like later. Maybe it'll take like hours before you get a goal. So basically they're like, okay, we're just gonna make people start kicking the ball to get into the goal. And let's be real, when it comes to sports, specifically when we're about to hit that goal of, okay, we are going to win, that was in the hands of a black player on the England team. And we already know this. Like I said, you're about to hit that target goal. If we hit this, we win. Now, we all know this when it comes to sports in general. Whoever hits, whoever hits it and makes it, one, you are either going to be a temporary superstar, and I'm just gonna talk just mainly for like black athletes. You are either gonna be a temporary superstar or you are going to be terrorized and freaking attacked just for one little mistake. Mind you, the players on the England team, some of the younger black players are like 19 and 18, and they have very good careers coming their way. England didn't win, so that led to a whole racist, ignorant ass attack on black people who live in the UK and also racist comments on all of those players' Instagram pages. They were posting monkey emojis, posting poop emojis, literally a bunch of like people who live in the UK, like some black people who lived out there were afraid of their lives, had to like make sure they were safe. Someone got stabbed. Someone got stabbed. You stabbed someone just because you lost a game. Just because you lost a game. No, that just means you ha- you were always racist. That means you were always racist and use that as an excuse to start attacking people. People who have nothing to do with this damn game. People are just trying to take care of their families and live their fucking lives. The thing is when it comes to like sports, and I can talk about like dealing with racism in sports because I went to college in a sports-based city. Anybody who went to college in Boston, you already know, a freaking Celtics game or a fucking Patriots game, because those are the two sports that got black folks in it in Boston. You don't really see black people in hockey like that. But specifically when it comes to the Celtics games and anyone who took the orange line going from South Station, either to Forest Hills or wherever the other direction goes, I don't care because I didn't go that direction. You already knew when the Celtics lost, not only the players are getting called the N-word and getting shit around them. And we've seen that before in the past few months when they started letting fans back in the sports games. But if you are black and you are on the freaking train, I don't care if you're on the green line, the red line, the orange line, the silver line, you are going to be called the hard ER when it comes to that. I've been called the ER on the fucking train because the Celtics didn't fucking win. That's not my problem. Don't fucking call me that shit. And not only with that, I've also been called that at freaking um, Patriot celebrations. Y'all are celebrating the Patriots win, but then y'all out here calling people the N-word. Y'all are saying all these racist shit. Like, what? This is why I don't engage in sports activities. I might not even go to a sports game because of these type of fucking antics, and I don't like that shit. 
Just because your team loses does not mean you have to be a racist piece of shit. Just imagine how those players feel of, okay, I get it. We didn't win, but also now you would think that your country will hold it down for you, but now they're calling you the N-word. They're throwing things at you. They're doing microaggressions. That doesn't feel good at all. It doesn't feel good at all. And mind you, these are freaking 18 and 19-year-olds. They fulfilled a milestone that those fans probably will never fulfill in their fucking lives. I'm done talking about this. Like I said, sports culture is toxic. Tila Tequila is toxic. Also, before I end this, Wendy Williams, girl, <laughs> ooh. Do not talk about the dead. That was very disrespectful. What Wendy Williams said about that TikToker who passed away. You just don't mess about the dead. And also that was a teenager. He got shot. You don't, you don't do that. And you don't go on live television like, oh, who was he? No, that child has a family who is grieving and mourning on his death. That child also had millions of followers on TikTok who are also grieving his, his death. Just, no, you don't do that type of shit. And you don't mess with the dead. Anybody listening to this, don't mess with the dead because that energy's gonna come back at you just a little bit stronger. And you don't know, you might be the next one up. Okay, we are done with this episode of Let Me Tell You Something Podcast. You can follow this podcast on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play. You can find it on Spotify. Subscribe, write comments, send me an email. I wanna answer some questions. Leave some um constructive criticism i keep saying critique in my head i don't know why but thank you so much for listening i appreciate it even just if you just listen to it for like five seconds i really appreciate it i don't know how y'all sit down and hear me talk shit for fucking 20 to 25 minutes i appreciate that i'll be back either next week or in two weeks but we'll see what happens y'all have an amazing week amazing day amazing night whatever you listen to this shit also be safe you know delta variant Rona and her sister Delta are going crazy in this freaking planet. Like I said, if you're not vaccinated, wear your mask, social distance, get tested. But if you are vaccinated, still wear your mask, social distance. But I'm going to go, you guys. I got a few things I got to handle. Bye.